as it starts getting like super cold here, it's not even winter yet. It's been down to like 15. I, I don't know what, with wind chill how, how cold it's gotten, but I had this problem last year. I got a new furnace put in my house. I had the same problem this year where my furnace will turn on. It runs for one cycle and then kicks off. So what it, there was like a, a heat sensor, little pin. I don't know if you know anything about yeah, I had, no, I actually you I had, had this, the exact same thing so happen this week. So I bas- you basically have to go in there, pull this pin out, and take like a fine grit sandpaper and grind it down in case there's any kind of like uh, lint or whatnot on this thing. Okay. And then it'll basically work like normal. So this started about two weeks ago. I did that because it happened to me the year before, and I called the, my, the guy who put in my furnace, and he goes, hey, I'll save you money. Instead of me coming out there to sand this thing, I'll, I'll walk you through it. I was like, oh, that was really so cool. Thank so you. so shitty so fast? Um, I'll tell you. So basically he, what he told me was, is that my dryer, if you're, if your washer and dryer are like within eight to 10 feet of your furnace, yeah. they create, cause of the lint and all the, you know, the, the stuff that gets okay. kicked up out of there, it'll get sucked in like static electricity into oh. the, so onto the pin or whatever. And then it, so anyway, I went down there. So the first thing I did this year is I cleaned that thing when it didn't work. And, uh, I used, um, like an SOS pad or whatever, like a, you know, steel, yes, yeah, steel hole. And, uh, it, so it, it worked for like a day or two and then it didn't work and it was off and on. And my brother-in-law is a heating and air guy. So I said, Hey, I told my wife, I was like, you can call your brother and have him come over. Well then like the next day it worked again. And so she, she told him, uh, disregard, even though he was already going to come. And I'm like, yeah, why don't yeah. you just have him come anyway? Yeah. Just to look at this, you know, just to look at it. Blah, blah, blah. Since his family. Yeah, sure. So, and he was totally cool with it, but she told him not to do it. And he had stuff he's doing at his own house. So he's like, Oh, whatever. If it happens, call me. Well, then again, so this Friday night into Saturday, I got home like 1030 and it was super cold out. It was probably like 10 degrees outside. Yep. And I get so paranoid about my children being cold. That's like, I don't know what it is. It's like the most, I don't know. It's, I guess it's not irrational. It's kind of a nice thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I'm constantly like, I can't sleep if I think my children are cold. That's the one thing right. I like, not, not, not if they're not fed, if they're cold, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. what I would have to do is manually, I couldn't get the furnace to work. Like, you know, it kept on shutting off. So I would have to manually flip the switch and flip it back on to run it one cycle. And that would switch off. So I literally stayed up all night and every like 40 minutes I'd set my alarm on my phone in case I fell asleep to go flip the switch, flip it back. It was it never restarted. kicking on then. Never it, w- it would on. kick on only when I manually started. It would run one cycle and kick off, and it would never pick up like again. Like turn your gas on and off? No, it would, like the switch, you know, the, the literally the, like the breaker for it. But oh. like, I have like a, oh, you know, really? like an on-off switch, like for a light switch. Yeah. yeah. So I was, you know, then, then it's Saturday morning, and I'm telling my wife, I'm like, well, now look, it, we're in the weekend, and if we call somebody, it's going to cost you know, a ton more money. So I ended up calling the guy that put in my furnace or the guy who works for him, and he came out. And literally did it for free. He did the same thing. He looked at the same thing I did. And he goes, yeah, this is obviously the problem. I go, but I cleaned it. He goes, no, this looks like shit. You didn't clean this. Really? Like, yeah, dude, I cleaned it. It was, like my, it was like my dad. Like, <laughs> no, you didn't. This looks terrible. So, but here's the, the funny part about this whole story is, so the guy always calls me Steve, no matter what. Steve, I think he's just, you know, he's got a hearing problem. He's worked around furniture, who, who, whatever. That's excuses. what you guys called me for a few weeks. <laughs> so... Um, he comes to the door and he, or on the phone, he goes, yeah, I'll be right over there. Cause I, I told him, Hey, do you remember who I am? I gave him, you know, idea of where my house was. He goes, Oh yeah, I remember you, Steve. And on the phone I said, uh, actually it's Dave. And he goes, okay, I'll see you in a little bit. I'm going to throw some clothes on. I'll be right over like eight o'clock in the morning. 
comes over to my house, opens, you know, I open the door, shakes my hand. Hey, Steve, I haven't seen you in a long time. I said, oh, hey, how's it going? And I said, you know, to his name. And then I said, uh, I just kind of like laughed and I went, ha, Dave. And he just goes, huh? And I go, Dave. And he goes, okay. <laughs> and he goes, where are we at? And I go, oh, you know, it's downstairs where, where my furnace was the last time. I thought he was going to like jump into the cheese and chalk. say like, Dave's not here. <laughs> Not that cool. So we went downstairs and we're looking at the thing and he turns around and he's like, you know, Steve, he's like, it's probably, and he, <laughs> it's it's like, dude, at it. some point, when do you give up? I literally probably corrected this guy four or five times before I was just like, it's, it's gotta be embarrassed. It's, you know, at some point, either he's deaf, he doesn't want me to be Dave and he'd rather just me be Steve. He's punking me. Aston Kutcher's going to jump out of, <laughs> yeah, you know, somewhere. Yeah. Somebody put this guy up to it. Lowest Maybe he's just really ever. got a really crazy sense of humor, and he's like, let's see how long it takes this guy to have a full breakdown. What if someone named Dave did something horrible to, like, him and his family, and he didn't want to go, he yeah. didn't want to tell you the whole ins and outs of it, but he was just like, I, I would rather. Dude, you can said, you please just be Steve? <laughs> Listen, for the time being, if I'm coming over here working on this thing for free, you're Steve. This is going to be weird, but and if so, you go by Dave... I'm probably going to break down in tears. Once the guy, you know, he cleans it and he shows me, he's like, yeah, he's like, you didn't clean it anywhere near as good as it needed to be cleaned. Um, and he's talking to me or whatever. And I just said, Hey, you know how much, you know, what, what's it going to cost me or whatever. And he's like, Oh no, don't worry about it. It's, it's Christmas. It's Christmas I can't time. He came out in this weather. For Absolutely. Doesn't make Great sense. guy. Great guy. You know, my father-in-law called me Eric the first several times he met me when I, when we were just, I was a young kid in high school. And I was just dating my wife. You definitely she, look like a Ben, though, to me. She, well, she had dated a guy, a friend of mine named Eric before or whatever. Oh. And he just is one of these dads. Who, he had two teenage daughters. And I think after a while, it was just like, just let me walk through my house without having right. You know what I mean? He, I think he had his horse blinders on. So he'd walk through and he was like, hey, Eric, what's going on? And I was like, first time. Not too much. How are you? Not, not like I once you do that, it's over. I'm not you can never expect. Yeah, you can never expect. Oh, father-in-laws are different, though. Yeah. Well, you know? now, yeah. Now that uh, he has two uh, grandkids, and I'm involved, now he's got it down. But gotcha. it, it took I don't know seven or eight years. He saw the like birth that. certificate. He's like, "What the hills?" Or something. Someone <laughs> needs to tell me. <laughs> something ain't adding up. No, but uh, actually, same guy. Uh, my father-in-law is like, dude. This guy can build a house with like popsicle sticks. And glue. He's just the handiest. That's like my dad. Literally, is your dad? Your dad's yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, did you? I think most people from that generation. Oh, isn't it embarrassing? Yes. Isn't it embarrassing? Like when that guy came over and told you, like, oh, you just didn't clean this properly. Where you just like hang your head, like oh, I've had. I, my dad does that to me all I the did. time. Like you look at me, like, no, you didn't. Like I do to my kid. When, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I yeah. tell my kid, I hear him going to the bathroom, and then I immediately hear the door open. I'm like, dude, you wash your hands? He's like, yep. I'm like, and I don't even have to Mm-mm. see him. Like, now go back in there and wash your hands. It was kind of that same thing. Like this guy basically was like, listen. If you were too lazy to pull this pin out there and even attempt to clean it, just tell me. Don't make me look like a fool. Right, I'm like, right. Dude, I did. I, I, I really, I, I really did. Your voice went up like, I, I cleaned it. Absolutely. I totally, I Absolutely. pretty, pretty much. The only thing would have been worse if my wife was standing behind me with her arms folded, just shaking her head like, no. Well, that is what happens oh. with me because it's my father-in-law. And like I said, he's the, he, he's one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Like really, I love the dude. Uh, and he's good at everything. So it ends up being like, I think in order for me to feel better, he'll save face and he'll go like, ah, like we're putting a, a salon in our basement, like a hair station. My wife does hair and we're kind of building one at home and, and it's he'll, to make me feel better, he'll go, yeah, you can do that, Ben. You can tackle that. We'll just run some piping and we'll run a few outlets here and there. And I have to just go like, yeah, you know, right. Pretty much. I, yeah, I, we, I, right. I, we, I can do that, you know? And he does that to make me feel better. But then once, once the shit hits the fan, 
on the way over, he's like, I picked up all the 45 elbows you need, and I got some of that PCV, you know, B, whatever the hell they call it, glue. <laughs> and I got that, and, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And I got the, they got some of these kind that go from copper now to, to PVC, and it's got a nice, and I just go, oh, those. Yeah, yeah good, you good. hope he just doesn't go, what do you, what do you call it? Uh, uh, come on, help me out. And you're just like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing. I'm drawing a blank. Like, it's I, so I weird. I just shit my pants off the leaf for a second. <laughs> I'm like, well, You pick up your phone, like, did my phone just ring? <laughs> yeah, so he's going through all these ins and outs and stuff that he, and here's the thing, he can pick up all the supplies on the way there. Like, it's second nature. Like, like you were, like, if you said, hey, dude, we're going to grill out, bring burgers and beer, I can handle that. Like, I can, that's right. how it is for him. So I have to pretend like it's not that bad for me. But since my wife's involved, a lot of times she's watching she or whatever. expose you for the fraud you are. I'm just, well, he doesn't, he knows. He knows I'm an absolute fraud. I think he's just, <laughs> he's like, if I do this in front of you enough times, you know, by the time, you know, hopefully some long year from now, by the time I'm gone, you'll be able to sort of take care of my daughter. Maybe. What do you think you know about what I mean? that? I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Every, this is the second house we've owned, right? And both of them were fixer-uppers, and it's always something different every time. Like, I didn't really know how to do drywall, but I, I did it a few times with him. You know, he, he would go, yeah, that's exactly how you do the mud, dummy. You know what I mean? Like, right. I would do it, and he would pretend like it wasn't a horrible job, but eventually I got it. Same with, you know, painting. We built a couple decks, all that kind of stuff. But now it's plumbing involved. And it's just like every single time we have to do something, it's something we haven't tackled. Like all those, like he would, he would, like all those bands that went into the studio after the uh, original bass player went like, to sleep, and they, <laughs> they came everything. back and he played put a new bass track down for him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he goes, "Yeah, that's a great paint job, Ben. Why don't you go grab some sandwiches? Right. We'll just clean up." Dude, you've really worked hard. I'll just fin- I'll finish out the you've rest. You've had a long day. You've had a long day. And he's like, Allie, quick, grab a paintbrush. Right. Yeah, so he doesn't want to hurt my feelings. But- he hit you over the head with a hammer. And so-, out. <laughs> so this time we're doing plumbing. And uh, like guys, my-, my goal now is to just understand what he's doing. So that when he talks, he talks. He worked by himself for so long that he talks out loud to himself. He'll go, well, then we'll run this down. And we're going to need a board behind there because we're going to want to anchor it. And I used to just kind of like hand them tools and stuff. Now I'm, I've upgraded. Now that I'm in my 30s. I've upgraded to the point where it's like, if I can know what he's saying, then someday when I have to do this, I'll know how to do it. Maybe that's great because hopefully you'll get squared away, and then I won't ever have to learn anything. Oh, have you do it? You better hope, man. You better <laughs> hope because yeah. So th- my goal is to n- not know how to do it as good as him, but know what he's talking about. So he's doing that, and like I said, we're putting up a salon, and w- there was a mirror on the wall. And he's talking about these 45s, and we're going to need a drain, and, and there's a trap, but this is a D-trap, and you got to put an extra filter, and he's going on and on, and I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror while he's talking, and I just have, dude, I have the dumbest look on my face. All this time, I thought maybe I was tricking him. There's no way if he sees, if he was making- There's a fly going in and out of your dude, mouth, just open. Uh, there's a bead of drool going right. down into my chin. Yeah, there had been like a pool at the base <laughs> of my neck of where like I'd constantly been dripping, like, like a one and a half year old uh, that was teething. But uh, yeah, I caught a glimpse and I just thought like, oh man, I, I know I know I'm not that smart and I know I don't, I'm not that handy. I get it. I can talk for a long time. Okay, I'm kind of working that angle. Do you defend yourself to your wife like, like, dude, could your dad play X Y Z on guitar? Can your dad do this? Can your dad like that's what ah! my, my 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 signature move is immediately like, you know, saying, well, I'm good at this. 
Unfortunately, it gives, <laughs> I'm really good at Seinfeld <laughs> trivia. I yeah. know every episode of The Wire back and forth. Like, yes or no, has your dad seen all the Columbos <laughs> twice? Right. Okay. All right, then who's really the smart? I do a pretty decent Ray Romano. <laughs> Can your dad do that? Now, who's really valuable? <laughs> right. I ask you this. Th- that's the thing is, unfortunately, I, a God or whoever have bestowed me with some really unique talents that do mm. no, no good for anybody no i know i'm good at tons of shit that doesn't make me i can go i can walk around a a, a, a trivial pursuit board like nobody's business (laughs) you know you asked me to i I can't i literally probably can't put the toilet paper roll on very you know without having a problem i can recite the entire dumb and dumber movie (laughs) word for word but when it comes to running some plumbing i'm like imagine the imagine the brain power it takes to do that it's just weird how people your brain works you know differently the angle is funny that you mentioned like oh i'm good at this or whatever i do play that uh, angle a bit I just say well I'm more of a, a creative artsy kind of mind until he sits down with plans and draws out right. what it's going to look like and it's a good drawing <laughs> I'm like fuck <laughs> but uh, it's to scale I you know what the argument I use a lot is uh I'll go isn't it weird how people are, are just wired certain ways certain people just get things you know like you can look at this empty basement and you can see like, right. where the outlets would be where the conduit would go where the ventilation and I can't see it I'm the same thing with like with music. I and I kind of am. I can hear a couple notes and go, like, man, that really should have a bass line that's there. Right. And uh, and you can barely hear the drums. I can pick that stuff apart. Of course, it doesn't make me any money. Right. But uh, I do use that argument a lot. I go, people are just wired. Certain things make them, you know. And uh, coincidentally, people that are of that generation and your father's generation. They're wired to do shit that's important. We're not right. wired to do shit that's important. Yeah, I don't think my dad, wait, he never really had like any, as far as I remember, he had very limited, he never went, he doesn't fish, he doesn't, you know, rode a motorcycle and did a couple other things, but most of the stuff he did was with a purpose. Like if he's at home on a on a Sunday or like, you know, on the weekend or whatever, he's like fixing something at the house or building something or yeah. Changing the oil on a motorcycle or, Something you know, yeah. Lines, like yeah. I will literally sit here, you know, I don't go to work until two. I get up at eight and I will sit on the couch until <laughs> two. And I don't like, I don't know what it is. Like I can't, oh, you know, bad. yeah, it is. But you know, and there's no defense. Like, I don't know where I was going. With well, you found a different way to provide for your, fa- you know what I mean? Like right. you provide, you do that. Right. You just don't do it. In I the, uh... just do that though. My That's father, the one well, contra- contra- I'm good at it. It's the one contribution I make. But other than that, like in my downtime, I don't find any. I don't find it. Re- I believe my dad and, and your father-in-law probably find it relaxing to create stuff or to build stuff yeah. or like figure stuff out like that and rewarding. So and all it's that. not like work to them because I mean, obviously it's work, but to them it's like, oh, okay, well this is what I like to do He's in my doing spare all this time. Shit to my house, not his. I like to watch the same movie over <laughs> and over. That's what I like to do in my spare time <laughs> until so. I know it back and forth yeah. until I can ask you a question. There's absolutely no way you can answer about a movie you've seen that many times. I've seen the first scene to Inglorious Bastards like 30 times in the past year. What you, what's mean? the but first scene? The, the, the house. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, farm, right, the right, farmhouse right, right, scene. right, right, Amazing right, right. scene. But I mean, yeah, that's uh, well, but, he, but he, this guy's good. Dude, he's, it's not just like building. We talked like about everything. this. He's I just an amazing person. I think maybe one of the first couple episodes that you were on. If not, it was right before about naked and afraid. They just did like a, uh, a, I think it was either an hour or a two hour special. It doesn't come back until March, but they did like a, a one special episode yesterday. Amazing. And again, this brings me back to the thing where it's like I, I don't think they could drop my dad off in the middle of uh, you know of Iceland and he could he could make it back or sure as hell do better or, than or, you. Yeah, without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt. 
Um, but so yesterday I was telling my wife, we we're watching it and you know, they naked. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, I have not, but I did look at the menu on the TV yesterday. I saw that it was playing almost all day. Well, obviously the concept is, is they take two people both naked. Uh, you don't know the other person. They drop you off in some, Do you, you get know, one item. They give you one. Yeah. Item. You get to pick one item and you go off and, and you have to survive for 21 days. And there's you, there's a camera crew, but they can't get involved unless there's some like life threatening thing. So the chick yesterday that got dropped off, she, I just told my wife, I was like, I don't know how you can't just walk up and slap her in the butt. Like that would be my first thing I would do. I'd be like, I have to get this out of the way. Cause she had a cute butt and I said, or top shelf. No, I know. I no. would slap them. But, as well. And then I thought to myself, you know, is it really sexual harassment or rude to pinch a girl's butt? I know I've said this before, but maybe I'm hoping we have some new listeners and other people can chime in on this. I think it's a compliment. I it's well certainly a compliment, right? Because you're not pinching any disgusting chick's butt, right? No, I mean, are you pinching like to where it hurts, or just like, hey, I saw your? I don't know. Usually, I, I'm I'm pretty gruff, and I don't mean it to hurt, but like, yeah. If there's I, a butt, if there's a butt, I'm pinching it. I think it's like a step up. If I'm not, women at, love tell you something. If I'm not at work. All butts are fair game. You can pinch them all. <laughs> you pinch everyone. Dude, I'll slap my mom's butt. I don't care. You pinch. I'll slap, pinch. I don't care, whatever. My <laughs> sister, whoever. I'll whap my sister really hard. Well, I mean, if she it's just my thing. Calling. It's my thing. It's not. But they sometimes they have a, they're calling for it. No, I, I, I know what you like mean. Like Son it's, of Sam. It's never not funny. Right. It's never not funny when someone does that. But That's I'm saying if, to, if the girl, what better way to break the ice? You're naked. She's naked. And you just walk up and. Hey, what's up? And you just slap her in the ass as hard as you can. I think one they time. would like drop us both off in cargo nets. I would do the ass slap, and I would go good game, and I would just walk away. Like you know, no, I'm not talking like ass slap with a purpose, though. I'm not talking about a. a I'm talking about a. You know, I'm, it might knock you over. You might fall face forward. <laughs> that would make for better TV. There's going to be a welt. That would absolutely make for better yeah. TV. But you know, I I just you know back but then in the they day, would have to bring an ice pack as their one thing. But back, you know, somebody was asking me today on Facebook, like, hey. And I think we talked about this before too. What one item would you bring? And usually the one person brings up a knife and the other person brings some sort of a fire starting tool, whether it be, you know, flint and steel or a or lighter a or, 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 okay, a pot. Yesterday, again, this is the second time some douchebag brought goggles, like swimming what? goggles for spearfishing. I'm like, dude. That's dumb. I know it's not the easiest thing to do without goggles, but really? I mean, there's a ton more... I don't know. It, it didn't. You fish he he caught one fish in the 21 days with the guy. So, I mean, and they hadn't so eaten I was anything. Right. That's stupid. Yeah, it was very stupid. <laughs> um, I don't know what the stipulations are, but I would say definitely to me, if you can't build fire and I, one, another thing I can't do, I would have no idea how to even attempt to build a fire. Maybe that's something we need to learn. From scratch? Yeah. Could you do it? No. Yeah. Not from scratch. If by scratch, what would you, you mean, mean with like a lighter, lighter and yeah. gasoline? Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm like the fire king, but I need a couple tools. But you're I saying once a the fire is there, you're good to go. I'm saying that when we would always sneak into the beach when we were teenagers, and we would sneak into Miller, and we would haul our our super heavy coolers full of beer and wood, I would be the guy that would get it started with newspaper and a lighter. No newspaper. With what? Twigs and a lighter. Okay, but a lighter. Yeah, a lighter. Whatever. I'm not yeah, asking dude, you to yeah. like make a bird's nest and blow on it and like. I'm saying a- I'm a I'm a modern day fireman. Right. King. Gotcha. Fire King. Okay. But anyway, so after that show, directly after there was another show, it's called like, Oh Damn, You're Screwed or something like that. It's a new, another new show on, on Discovery. On BT, it's called, Oh Shit. And basically on this one, 
uh, like a, a group of like, you know, different special forces guys that are all friends. They tell each other, Hey, you know, you don't know when it's going to happen, but if you agree to be involved in this game, uh, at some point in the next couple of months, we're going to kidnap you. We're going to put a black, you know, sack over your head and you are going to be dropped off in some location. We get to pick and you have to find your way back to civilization <laughs> Okay. while they watch from a remote camera. So yesterday was, why I bo- bother with the kidnapping? Why not just drop them off? Because they, it's like a spec ops thing where they like you know because these guys are all macho yeah, like they take this guy back, by, are they supposed to not get you do kidnapped? whatever you got to do to get to, yeah. they're going to get yeah kidnapped. of course I say just so drop them off. it was so the first thing is they capture the guy these guys dressed this the one guy yesterday was a football coach they dressed up in football uniforms got on the field with the football team and then tackled the oh, coach I like it and um, tased him then they took him in a room and they're like oh, okay before we put you we're gonna take you right now on a helicopter to, to where we're taking you they do a pat down. The dude has a hatchet in the small of his back that he has taped on. He's been wearing it for months. You're kidding. No, inside. Um, and then they find a knife on his ankle. And he's like, yeah. He's like, this guy, these guys. Yeah. And they were like, Jesus. And he's like, yeah, they found a couple of, you know, they do like one of those ones where it's just him, like the testimonial camera. Yes. He's like, yeah, they caught, they caught my big ticket item. So, you know, damn, I've been wearing these things for, oh, they found a compass on a necklace that he was wearing too. Wow. He gets out to, um. Uh, they didn't know he had a dude, stuck he, up the he, back he, door. They, they take him to um, Iceland, and they drop him off on top of a volcano, like this frozen volcano. Oh. And the dude gets the first thing he does, man. And they all they give him a teddy bear and a pair of, uh, like, for a joke, they give him some, like, a Speedo, like American flag Speedo. Nice. And he's got this teddy bear that's probably as big as a child, like, you know, a two-year-old child. And the guy has, under his nutsack, he's got a, no uh, I swear to God, they start laughing. He pulls out a, uh, a multi-tool. He's like, ah, and he reaches in there and he pulls out this, you know, it's, it's, uh, under his yeah. nuts. <laughs> strapped under his nuts. Then even better than that, inside like of five. inside of his nose, he pulls out this, uh, it's like a little, like a, look like a tampon string. And he no pulls way. out this, like a fire starting tool, like this tiny little like Flint thing that he has to like make fires. <laughs> and the guys in the, that were watching were like, you gotta be kidding me. This is talk about dedication. And he also had in his crotch, a couple of like uh, Mylar blankets. That like like these thin mylar blankets that you could you could what? uh, whatever this dude and he's a uh, this guy was a um, Navy SEAL, um, but the You're way one very important cavity what? which he could have had a lot of other yeah stuff. he didn't have anything there but that's dumb. <laughs> well, the bottom line is that's like shoving this guy in a box and an was empty able trunk. and you, I'm I'm hoping that these shows are true. Okay, we're just basing it on the fact that this is supposed to be true. Yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> the way that this guy was able to survive, I literally was like, dude, I wouldn't get off the, I would give up. Like, I would literally be like, they just fly away in a helicopter. Like, see ya. It's like, yeah. apparently this guy was bragging for many, many years about how tough he was and how like the cold doesn't affect him. So they dropped him off, obviously in the coldest place ever. And you know, they gave him literally no supply. They gave him a, cause he doesn't like fish. They gave him like fermented shark, which is like the. I guess the food they eat in Iceland, it's like one of their delicacies. Wow. It was disgusting. Like months had been like rotting and fermenting. And that's how they eat it. Like Whoa. kimchi kind of. Okay. So, but fish. So anyway, the guy, the guy ends up, I hate to spoil it. The guy ends up making it back to like civilization, which oh, is right. a 50 mile hike. Wow. And he had, you only have a hundred hours to do it. Oh, it's time to. Yeah. My but just the mistake, part. just the mistakes that these guys like the one. This guy was everything he did. His buddies were watching. Him, were like, "You got to be kidding me! That's creative. That's really amazing." This guy, what this guy's coming up with, and then he uh, he got cold and he slept on a um, a thermal, like a rock, you know, where like where uh-huh. he was coming out of these rocks, and um, he put the blanket over him. He built like some sort of like a little 
tent on his blanket and he got because it was uh moisture oh. it built, and just the minute he it was like sub-zero temperature so the minute he got off that that rock he was wet nice yeah and so then he stripped down all of his clothes built a fire dried his clothes in the but they also monitor your core temperature so if your core mm. temperature drops below they pull you out so this dude was like right on the level but man talk about mental strength wow he beat it like by two days he was faster than anybody's ever done it how do you sleep you know i, mean? I don't know how would you I, I, this guy was like a you know had been had had been in the shit. This this dude wasn't some guy that was in the service that never you know never experienced. This guy was definitely like did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but I can't sleep without Sports Center on or my favorite DVD <laughs> snuggled up next to your wife. <laughs> right. Oh, so no, just to make me feel even less manly than I felt before. My favorite part of that story though is I picture that guy getting ready in the morning. Like I picture him like taking a shower and going, "All right, mylar goes yep. under the sack." <laughs> And fire starting tool. I hope it's real nose. because if he just, if you know, obviously if they did that for the show or whatever, it's great and dandy. But I want to know that this guy lives like this every day, never knowing what's going to come. I love that that's part of his daily routine. <laughs> yeah. and well, he still does the it fact five is, minutes. is they they tackled him on the field when they were doing the uh, the spec op, and he had a hatchet on his back. It's like what what if they didn't know that and it just like sliced his <laughs> well, spine and multi tool you know? by his balls too. <laughs> I wasn't concerned, dude. He, the guy had like a, a badass hatchet, like a tactical <laughs> hatchet. In the small of it, like literally fit to the curve of his body. I was like, dude, that, that's crazy. You hit a PSP like in his arm. In um, other crazy news. So last week or the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to watch this uh, Mike Tyson, My Undisputed yeah. Truth. I'm a huge Tyson fan. I'm a huge boxing fan. So I was li- just looking for the right time to get around this where I could actually sit down and not be bothered and watch it. Everybody at work was talking about it. So I checked it out. What did you, you think about it? I only got about half of it through because i was watching like when i get home I one to ten out. on what you've seen so far um seven i thought it was extremely raw and honest i liked it whoever wrote it for him or helped him write it i mean the jokes and stuff because it was definitely there's lighthearted moments and, and yeah. stuff and a lot of darkness because the guy's life was pretty mm-hmm. pretty messed up but i thought it was a really really awesome i would like to see him perform it live not now because i've already seen it but yeah. you know it's not one that i'd go well i'd like to see this live now that i've seen it i like it. i like that he did that that real person thing when you see a stand up or an actor or whatever like that they deliver their lines and they kind of wait for a second to let people laugh right. and do stuff and he wasn't over the top like a uh, the king's applause of breaks he would say something that would get a laugh and he would do that real person thing that people do where he, he would like just start talking he would like no he kind of like bend over and be like oh shit man so, well, you know i noticed I mean? a couple kinda times like, when uh, he would get a huge applause instead of waiting for the applause to die down he would go into his next thing like he was kind of racing through probably nervous and i'm like he would cut off almost like the first sentence of the next part he was doing but he would like laugh at his own jokes but not in a like a, a, first time he heard him not in a, like yeah not in a, like in a conceited weird way but just uh it looked like he enjoyed. It looked like he enjoyed telling them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like when he was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm just messing with y'all." Shit, you know. Like I thought it was as crazy cool. as his story is, and as crazy as everything he's done. It's so much. I don't want to say better than my life, but so much like it's so interesting. It's oh, like, well, I wouldn't. I don't know. His if, book would be would, way better than our book. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, so would you trade that to live the life he's lived and had? The, not, not mm-hmm. for your. Now I'm not talking about giving up your. Can I just be huge and black? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> with absolutely no talent oh if i can box even better <laughs> no fine. would you would you give up what you have again well, how people are always gonna say yeah without uh, take all that away say you weren't married yeah sure and but to have all the, the the negative stuff that happened in his life too happen to you would you take the bad with the good yeah even because though those, yeah, those highs are heavyweight champion in the world not just champion 
people were scared of him. You know what I mean? It was a oh, running. It was like that running joke. <laughs> would you take a, a punch from Tyson? Or was whatever? there a, a more like passed around joke or question in the late '80s, early '90s than would you take a punch from Mike Tyson for a million dollars? No, that was the. I mean, the, that was the Richard Gere gerbil. That thing, tra- you know, yeah. I guarantee everyone in the country was asking that question. Just like sitting around drinking a beer, kids on the playground, you're like, you know, hey, my dad, I bet you my dad could take a punch from Tyson or. That was the uh, stomach pump. The uh, Yeah. Was it? No, that was uh, uh, Rod, Rod Stewart. Stewart. Rod Stewart, stomach pump, same, same yeah. thing. But those are sort of different. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I mean, it, it, what I meant is it traveled viral like that. Like to where, you know, everyone was talking about mm-hmm. it. Everyone at some point in time has answered that question or and or asked that question okay, to another guy. He was guy. so violently knocking out the biggest, toughest <laughs> dudes in the world that it was like, it was, it, it had to go to a million dollars to even be considered. Right. Like, you wouldn't do it for a million dollars. Like, yeah, it's a million dollars. But it's like, no, you don't understand. This guy's, he would kill you. Like, <laughs> with a punch. He was that fierce. Well, let me ask you, now that a million dollars isn't what it was in 1990, would that up the, would you have to up the price to ask that same question today? I always wondered... Like, okay, a heavyweight boxer is not going to stand there and just take a shot right. from Tyson. You know what I mean? If he catches you with right. one... Well, they know like, how to parry, and they know how to, like, you know, yeah. take a little bit off. They, you know, first of all, they got Vaseline on their... You know, they're they're moving around it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that. And if they take when it's in the heat of the moment. So, but when the question's proposed, what in your mind is, is for a million dollars, if if you're getting a million dollars in your mind back then, what was what was the setup? That's a good question for listeners, man. If you uh, if you guys follow us on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, uh, go on that and tell us. You want to do current day or, or back then? I don't care. Whatever it doesn't matter. If it was, it was just call it a million dollars. What would it take today? A million dollars. What would it take? Yeah, for w- for what? Like that. I, that's the thing. Like uh, you're saying, what's Ty- the one? Tyson was the thing that was tossed around back then. What's something that would take you a million dollars? You, you would, would do no for no less for than a million dollars. But yeah. let me ask you, when the, the, the conversation came around back then about Tyson, what did you picture was the deal? Was he wearing boxing gloves? For that million bucks. I what? pictured him ready to go, hopping, doing jumping jacks, coming out in a hoodie, and me just standing there like in T-shirt and jeans ready to just have him do like a, maybe like a two-step, you know, like a two-step drop and come in. Because I'm like, no, 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 because I'll, I'll So you're flat-footed. Yeah, I'm and he thinking, actually gets to rotate his hips and give you a full punch. Is he wearing a glove? Like, say I was talking like trash at a bar and I was all drunk. And right. Some guy was at the edge of the bar and was like, "I'm just going to put this guy down <laughs> like that." What, is he wearing then gloves? The answer is no. Yeah, because yeah. I in your in your depiction, you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt. He's now he's in his full. He's still in his black shorts, box. black shoes. Black I like to boots, call it a boxing costume. Or black boots. <laughs> okay, he's still in his um, trunks, yes. boots. So he gets to hit you. How badly? He's got do, Caesar's palace on his back and how, white white wax. How badly? Do you believe you're you're going to be hurt, or do you believe that you you just go do that really sucked and you get up and no, walk out? I think my jaws broke for sure, for sure my <laughs> jaws broke. I think there may be neck and back issues forever because it's gonna it's gonna so violently move my skull, which is attached to my vertebrae that it's all gonna be. I would think it's gotta be worse than being in a car accident because it's just in your head. Imagine if you got a car accident; just your head was in a car accident, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Or like if you hung your head out the window and just hit so. A stop sign that looked like Tyson's fist. When I was growing up, I swear to you, this is, this is no bullshit just because we're talking about this. The only two people I feared in this world, one was my dad <laughs> and the other one was Mike Tyson. That's, that's and a I'll tell list. you, I could remember as a kid having arguments with other kids like, dude, my dad could totally kick your dad's ass. You know, my dad, my dad would pick up a uh, you know bat and hit your dad over the head with it. Like, really? Well, I remember having these conversations, 
But I never thought for a minute that my dad could beat up Mike Tyson. So I asked my dad well, on Sunday. Well, I said, you, "Hey, I'm glad you were in reality a tiny." I bit. said, "Hey, uh, would you take a punch from Tyson? You remember these conversations?" I go, "You know, I already know you wouldn't." I go, "But would you take a punch for Tyson for a million bucks?" He goes, "Yeah, I would." I go, "You would take a punch from Tyson for a million dollars?" He goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "If I was flat footed and he's flat footed, now he doesn't get to wind up." I'm like, "Well, you, I mean, obviously you get to just stop. yeah." He just and he just hits you. I go, I, "I still think you'd be." You'd be seriously permanently injured. And he's like, why? Well, he's a professional boxer. But it's not like like the heads and jaws of people who aren't professional boxers are different. If he can't reel back, if he's just standing there and he comes like with a hook to the face. That's still what you did right there. For a million dollars, I'll do it. And he gets to hit you in the temple. Uh, temple. You're, you're going okay. a hook. Well, Where do you think a hook's going? Now you're going to kill me. I'm, the hook's going to go in the, in the jaw. my jaw. You're going to run an X on your cheek. Upper mandible. Dude, I don't know. But anyway, I'm still <laughs> so back to the back to the uh, I wouldn't take a punch for Mike Tyson for a million bucks, no way. But back to the uh undisputed truth. Uh I thought it was amazing all the way through. It was a really uh except for the fact that Spike Lee directed it, but I won't hold that against Tyson. It's not his fault. Um so while since this thing came out, I saw this story. The title of this article it says Mike Tyson admits to being high on drugs during major fights and using a fake penis to avoid detection. Oh, the Wizenator? Yeah. So he basically admits that toward the end of his career there, he was uh he was definitely coked. He was going into the ring completely coked out, high, you know, smoking weed, whatever. Oh. And he says that he had another guy in his staff that was carrying around the Wizard, which is a fake penis that allows you to um it looks real and you're allowed to you put somebody else's clean urine in it and then you would whip that thing out if someone was monitoring mm-hmm. you and you would it would it looked like that was peeing into a cup for you. But if you. you're getting monitored for a professional fight, they're supposed to look at it. That's how good these things are. Apparently. But my question is who's the guy that carries the wizard around and do the other guys make fun of him? Like, when do you graduate? Like I'm done carrying the wizard. Like I've done it <laughs> yeah. the last two fights. Like, no, I'm hired to throw to throw twenty dollars on whores. Right. You hold the wizard. <laughs> You've just been yeah. Yeah. So um I hold that thing for two years of my life and I'm not going back. <laughs> I believe that there is absolutely no way that I could I could get enough Mike Tyson ever in my life. Ever. So, so when 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 he's at the urinal and this white dong flops out of <laughs> out of his trunk. I don't know if they make a white one. They make a white one. Yeah? Yeah. How do you know that? I heard a guy I know. <laughs> some dude I know that had a What's white the craziest one. part about this is I know a couple of guys who worked locally here at the steel mills and have told me those stories before too yeah. so it's not just mike tyson using this thing. i did hear a story once of somebody who had the wrong color one and they, and they were like <laughs> it was an asian <laughs> it was it was an inch and a half he's oh, like i couldn't put enough pee in there <laughs> oh, Jesus. but uh no but it was the wrong color and they were just saying look they're not gonna like look at it they're just gonna see me dude like, you know but even out of the corner of your eye, you'd think they'd be able to pick that apart. Well, one or would they be the size too, of the other let one? Let me ask you: Would they be too embarrassed to say anything? Like this guy had a weird. Yeah, that was. You know what I mean? Like, I does the guy even tell his buddy, or does he just say, "I don't want to even"? I, I or like at even... the first glance, dude, why are you looking at my junk, man? And like, kind of, <laughs> it like was turned, purple. Turned to him a little bit. <laughs> and you're Irish. All right, there's a plastic mold seam going all along <laughs> the top of it. That's a vein. You're a mold seam. <laughs> Um, yeah. So anyway, so Tyson apparently had a wizard of his own. I don't know if he had, like he should now go and, and, uh, sponsor or make his own Tyson brand, mold it, (laughs) Tyson, mold it like porn stars do for their (laughs) stuff. You can mold the Tyson junk. Oh my God. The gigant Tyson. We forgot to talk about December 7th, Pearl Harbor, the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Um, that's correct. Yeah. 
Well, there's a Chicago bar locally here called um, Murphy's Bleachers. It's real close to Wrigley. They were under some heat. Uh, some people were angry about it. Some were just like shaking their head. And some like me just said, that's pretty weak. But uh, they had on their marquee, in order to celebrate Pearl Harbor, on their marquee they wrote, remember Pearl Harbor with bombs and kamikazes. As in like Jaeger bombs, uh, whatever bombs when you mix stuff with Red Bull and kamikazes, the cocktails. So I guess they thought that that was in decent taste to honor, you know, to honor our our fallen heroes uh, from Pearl Harbor by by getting wasted after a, it's Ding. not even a Cubs game, so I don't even know what you go there for. But that's got to be a Huffington it would, Post. It, it was well, yeah, yeah. I found it on Twitter, but it originated from Huffington Post. Yeah, for sure. Reeks of a Huffington Post. Was there like comments underneath it? Did you look at or? Well, they 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 put out a thing that said. A Murphy's Bleachers Twitter account said, we couldn't be more embarrassed and ashamed by the actions of our staff. Well, quit apologizing for everything. <laughs> I know. It. Who's it offensive to? Well, I think it's a horrible taste. Well, whatever. It's it's beyond low brow. Okay, well. Oh, celebrate what your grandpa died in the war for and have a kamikaze. What about the fact that some chick? We're, every day we're, we need to, we've heard from like the third key grip on the Fast and the Furious movies about that, what that guy, a letter that guy wrote or something he said to Paul Walker's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, every single member, cast member, every person has come up with their conspiracy theories about Paul. I, I saw Tila Tequila saying that there was a, it, there was some... A, a, like a Hollywood Illuminati or some, it was a professional hit on Paul Walker. That yeah, chick's N- still alive. Nelson Mandela died last week as well, and we kind of skipped right over that. Yeah, we didn't mention so it. So how how is that? And it, let me just say this: Paul Walker, obviously, everything I've seen about him points to the fact that he's a great person. But seems to be. Damn it! I mean, fellow. dude, what did this guy do? I mean, before, I I can't believe he's getting this much press. I cannot believe it. I, it's got to. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, it's got to be because of the car wreck thing, but uh, because of the fact that he was in the Fast and the Furious. Fast and, and Furious, yeah. Um, just an outpour, though. I mean, you know, from people all over the place are just. It is weird how some get more attention. It, Paul Walker got way more than Nelson Mandela. Would you agree? Like, yeah, way yeah. more. Yeah. It just seems very, very one-sided. And you know what? Um, I know you were talking God about forbid it. Bobby De Niro goes. The country's <laughs> going to stop for a week. Who knows? It's weird how, how it works. Nobody will give a shit. No. I mean, after the last couple of movies he did and this one was Stallone, I'm hoping that maybe he'll die before it comes out so he doesn't have to He doesn't have to be embarrassed. Harvey Keitel? Paul Giamatti? One of those. Um, so maybe they have to be super good looking. That doesn't hurt. Well, that if definitely David Beckham dies, I'm never going to stop I thought you were going to say David Hasselhoff. Him too. Um, I'm going to cry in German. We were talking about... Um, I don't think German people cry, so it'd be weird das to hear. Boo. Das boo. Das boo. Yeah. Oh, I put a know. German article oh. in front of the word boo. Oh. Der booty oh. boo. I thought you meant das boot, the German film about the submarine. I don't care who dies. I'm not watching that um, shit. So we were, you were telling me, you're like, hey, you know, I was looking through Twitter this week and found a bunch of just, again, outrageous tweets about whatnot and especially about you found one about paul walker that's what brought the whole thing up yeah i did i need to pull it up you do that in the meantime so you were telling me that which kicked it all off go ahead well i'll just wait till you find it this is a segment we're we're gonna sorry i had my 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 other article up this is a segment we're eventually gonna hopefully have music for called go tweet yourself where we're gonna look through and find some uh ridiculous stuff on twitter and uh Oh, I'm sorry. No, let you hear about <clears throat> it and and uh, complain about 
what people are writing on Twitter. Yeah, we need some cool music and it's going to say go tweet yourself. But this one, all right, man, if you want to say outlandish shit just to get attention, you got attention. It's at Trap, T-R-A-P Goku. So it's Trap Goku, T-R-A-P-G-O-K-U. He put, Paul Walker couldn't handle that five-star wanted level, which is a Grand Theft Auto joke. But uh, here's the thing. I, is when I found out about Paul Walker, uh, I was like, oh, I want to see what's going on. And, of course, as soon as you find the hashtag Paul Walker, it's half the people saying, like, I knew him his whole life. He was the best person ever. <laughs> and the other half of the people are going, like. Das boo. <laughs> das boo. <laughs> the other people are going, uh, making some horrible, he shouldn't have gone so fast and furious, blah, blah, five. Is there any level. good, are you saying, like, the, the hacky jokes are, are not, what if it's a good joke? You know what? I know we mentioned Paul Verzi every damn week. I know, but I was listening to his this week, and they were talking about stuff like that, and they were saying any. And I agree with them one hundred percent. Anything is fair game. That's fine, uh, but it damn well better be funny. <laughs> like if you're going to be so, that offensive, it better be really. You better the punchline better be worth the con of being such a dick. I think if you're going to make a five star wanted level just so people can go, ha ha, that guy died. That's I told that guy to take a shit with his clothes on. <laughs> well, listen to this, and these people can also take shits with their clothes on. This guy, um, he goes by the Twitter handle um, at too messed up t o o m e s s e d up u p, uh, and his the name of it his his Twitter account is offensive tweets. So I figured, hey, I might find some good stuff here. And in regards to Paul Walker, uh, here's a couple of his tweets. Looks like Paul Walker went from Fast and the Furious to Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> is, does that make your cut? Yes, that makes my cut. That's good? No, it makes, oh. my, it makes my cut of a-holes. Uh, <laughs> then uh, his here's the second one from him. TMZ, Paul Walker dies at 40. Nah, I'd say more like 95. Uh, not funny we're, enough. We're not getting warm? No. <laughs> All right, here's a third one from him. Because obviously this guy, this guy, but just he's got looked. a sketch pad and he's got a mad. It's like you have a Mad Libs and you just put the name Paul Walker in there and then you drop it. Well, I don't F-bomb. know. Some of these are specifically. Tried to start tried to start up a Paul Walker fan website, but it keeps crashing. Uh, kind of funny, but still. Did you hear Paul Walker was on the radio and the dashboard and the steering wheel and the mirror? I'll give him points for creativity, but it's just too mean-spirited. And one last me. one from him. Why did Paul Walker cross the road? His dick was stapled to a chicken. Because he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. Oh, oh, see... Okay, here okay, here's another one. A guy goes by the handle at Comic John Powers. That's C O M I C John as in J O H N Powers as in Austin Powers. So at Comic John Powers. Ask any re- and ask any racer, any real racer. It's not whether you win by an inch or a mile, it's getting out of the car alive. Oh. All right, look, these people <laughs> I'm gonna, let me go through them first. Here's another one from at it's Larry. I T at I-T-S-L-A-R-R-R-R-R-R-Y. On a scale of old grandma to Paul Walker, how fast were you driving? Oh. No? No. Addict's Larry can F himself. <laughs> uh, I think that might be all I picked. Oh, and I found another one that's unrelated, but I thought it was funny. Uh, it's the, the Twitter handle, at Vin Diesel Facts, and uh, Twitter Vin Diesel. When Vin Diesel pees at a urinal... He makes sure to take off his pants and underwear first. I don't even know what that means. Is that a joke? I don't know. Is there... Anytime someone takes a shot at Vin Diesel, I enjoy it. <laughs> I, look, 
it's I, I shouldn't be so harsh and say these people can f themselves. But if but if you're gonna go ahead and make jokes about dead people, then yeah, you really can. But it's <laughs> it's like you're sniping, but but you're not in a war. The people that are walking out are just normal people. It's so easy to just sit there and just go. I will say though, it is, I make fun of stuff on Twitter. I make jokes, but it's it's just as annoying. You're talking about though. dead people, dude. It, you're it sitting is, there going like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a sketch pad out and I'm gonna go Paul Walker dot 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 until one out of thirteen might be funny. Don't you think though that people because they don't know Paul Walker? I mean, obviously they're taking an opportunity to go. Hey, this is probably gonna get retweeted a ton because uh, it's topical. And it's about Paul Walker, and so that's what? the hot you topic. Well, I'm saying, but that—that's the whole point of Twitter. No, it's is to not. get more followers. No, it's not. Absolutely. So what happens if you get eight million followers? You feel vindicated. Why? I don't know. We're obviously in Twitter for for, for two different reasons. But anyway, you get vindicated for like, look, we do this podcast. I want people to laugh and think it's funny, right. and be entertained. Oh, I'm saying these people. You don't think so these guys think these jokes are fo- funny? They think they're. Not, they think they're funny. If they didn't think they're funny, why dude, wouldn't they write them? Kardashians have millions of Twitter followers. Sure. So what? Well, that's women. <laughs> okay, all right. But any, Wait, no, I, anyway, I don't I'm, think Twitter's a race to the most people. I just think that like people when people don't know other people personally, they feel like, hey, you know what? It's open season. I can say whatever. But it's not. Obviously, Paul Walker has a child. He has parents, and it's a terrible thing. So I'm yeah. not going to say that how, I've, how I've never taken kid? a shot. Fourteen or fifteen or something. Yeah, the fifteen year old. So now that her. kid's got to hear people go, "Oh, your dad's brain is all over the dashboard." <laughs> Fuck yourself, man. <laughs> That's not cool. You me. weren't telling challenger jokes when you were a kid? I was in kindergarten. Oh, so no, I was though. I'll, I was I'll telling... tell you I'll tell you a couple later and he still hold it up. <laughs> but um I don't know why I take it personal. You know, here here's when that'll be okay. When you can do plumbing better than my father in law, when you can fix cars better than your dad. So you think your father in law is okay to uh to shoot a Paul Walker joke out there if he wanted yep. to? No problem. <laughs> No problem. You know why? Because I know for a fact that he spent a ton of time and energy into important stuff. Right. So if on a downtime, you want to take a shot at the guy from Fast and Furious, he'll probably call him Vin well, Diesel. This is why I, I enjoy the uh, – every once in a while, you'll see a uh, a celebrity or athlete or something like that, a news story where the guy confronts the twi- – like, we'll go to this Twitter – Twitter. there was a boxer that did it in England where somebody was tweeting him, like, some shit talk. And he went to the guy's house. Yeah, go knock him out. <laughs> and I love did, it. Uh, the, trust me, the guy took one look at him. He really, this kid was like a like I don't know like a you know pimply little nerd. Mm-hmm. And it just the guy was vindicated, obviously, just by standing on his porch and basically saying, "Talk shit to me now." But yeah, um, maybe that needs to happen a little more often. It needs to happen a lot more often. You but never I, write any mean spirited tweets. You know what? On Twitter, I will make fun of stuff like, okay, uh, the new Kanye West and horrible, and the new Arcade Fire. Or old arcade fire for them. I, I don't get it. Like I just I hear people go like, oh, it's so great, and I listen to it and I don't get it. And I'll tweet like, what, dude? This sucks. What am I missing? But I'm not like, oh, I hope Kanye gets in another wreck and breaks his jaw. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, no, I don't I, know, dude. I'll tell you, I have to tell, but we'll, I don't want to spend any like real time on this because I, I'm not a, a huge authority on it. But I did go and listen to on Amazon like a couple seconds of all the new Eminem songs on on. You the, said you weren't getting it, right? I went on the Amazon and just yeah. you can click to lit to give samples. I thought it was terrible. I'm like, really? and I think I just got you like hip hop. I mean, you like no, rap? yeah, I like everything Eminem's done in the past. You got to try again. I don't. I, I if feel you like, like his other no, stuff. I feel like I've just gotten to that point where I'm like, you know, Maybe damn it's not kids for you anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm just yeah. over it, man. I'm into prog rock now. <laughs> so I saw this this story in the paper. This guy, what drew me to it was this guy looks like George Thorogood. Um. And basically, I looked at the picture and I was like, what the hell is this guy all about? 
And the, his name is Tom Wagner. You're the only person to ever say anyone looks like George Thorogood. This guy fell because most people probably have no idea what George Thorogood looks like. I can but. name every destroyer. Tom Wagner fell asleep on a plane, wakes up alone and locked inside. So basically, uh, he fell asleep flying from Louisiana, was laid over in Houston, and woke up. Uh, they must have switched planes. They pulled this one into like the plane garage or wherever the hell they put they these planes. They don't clear it out and make sure Apparently, no uh, they left him on the plane. So he's calling his wife from his cell. He wakes up and it's in, in, in the plane. <laughs> no one's there. The doors are locked. He can't get out. It's, it's like 28 it's probably, days. It's probably like seven degrees later. inside there. And he's calling his wife on his cell phone. And his wife, uh, his wife's like, arguing, like, come on, you're putting me on. <laughs> anyway, she, uh, either she called or one of the crew ends up coming there like 40 minutes later and lets the guy out. What would it cost you to forget about that? Like United Airlines or yeah. whatever. Was their, their slip up? Mm, I don't know, man. I'm the one who fell asleep. They should have checked, but... Uh, I like that answer. That's honest. Because maybe you wouldn't ask for anything. Yeah, I mean, I would be more embarrassed. I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll... Uh, do you guys have my bags? I would kind of... I think that speaks a lot to your personality and my personality and, and, and I guess, <laughs> just the way we were brought I up. I told because... about, like, going to supermarkets, dude. If if something won't ring, I'm like, I don't need it. Just throw it away. Because I don't want to make the people... <laughs> you buy. Japanese? <laughs> I, uh... I... Uh, no coupon, no have. Uh, I um no, but I've said it before. Like I don't want to hold up the line. I hate people Appreciate thinking it. I'm the issue. I hate when people think I'm the issue. Except for whoever sent that tweet. I don't care what they think. Um, but yeah, no. If I was in a plane, I would just be like, oh man, I screwed up by sleeping here. Again, I would agree. That's exactly after I what talked I would to do. a lawyer and they said I could get a ton of money. Maybe I'd change. I my think mind. I think that right away you should know you can get a lot of money because they they didn't clear the plane, so they would automatically just to keep but you if from. I wasn't hurt. I would. I you wouldn't, and I wouldn't. I would ask for a free ticket. But I'd let like, me hey, ask I you this: Hawaii later. Can How we just a, call it a wash? Would you be insulted if they gave you a two hundred and fifty dollars flight voucher to, and asked you not to say anything? Yeah, that's insulting. I don't want them to not say anything, or I don't want them to like. Shut me up or whatever. Well, that's exactly what they got. It. That's because they know they're they're going to be well, in trouble. Well, two hundred fifty dollars. I can't even. I can't even go somewhere with my wife for that. I think that's just you. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, if they that's are going to attempt to buy me off, I'm not going to try to extort them. But I would say, like myself and my family. Like, listen, I wasn't going to say anything before. Yeah. But this is insulting. <laughs> two hundred. Once they said two hundred fifty dollars, I go, oh, it's not my fault. Okay. Well, I would like for myself and my extended family to go to Hawaii. Not just for them to fly you to Hawaii, not to pay for your an all expense trip, just to fly. No, just fly us there and back. I think that's a, that, that's. I'll, a, I'll take care of the hotel. That's, I think about like eight tickets. I want. What they should have done first is just say to the guy, like, "Hey, you know, what do you think?" And the guy probably would have been, if, and especially if he came off and I was like their PR person, he was apologizing. I would kind of play it the other way, like, "Hey, you know, you really put us in a bad spot," and <laughs> blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah. yeah. But apparently, I, I looked at that too. So the I, rules are: you wake up and you get off the plane. Every single thing you said, I agree with, and I agreed when I was reading the story before I even asked you. Until I saw the two hundred fifty dollars, I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding they me?" Did, that, they did offer that. They offered them two hundred fifty. I'm like, "Get yeah, the fuck out of here with two hundred fifty bucks!" Are you kidding me? This is humiliating. I, I wonder mean, if we could fly from Chicago to St. Louis for two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, you probably you'd have to book Me. your flight like nine months in advance. You can't carry anything with you. Yeah, it's I don't want to go to St. Louis, and I want to bring people with me. So no, I'm not okay with two fifty. Yeah, this guy was going from Louisiana to Houston. So, and when it comes to airlines, same. I don't mind taking their money. 
No, I don't either. But it, like I said, I wouldn't have even questioned it. I would have been like you, like, oh, am I going to be in trouble? Yeah, yeah. Is, is the, uh, you know. Like uh, they probably wow. think I'm a terrorist. Right. Like I'm trying to stow away. Absolutely. So I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting story, but mostly because the guy looks like George Thorogood. And I <laughs> will put a picture of him on the Facebook. You won't be able to see it, but I'll show it to you before you leave. Speaking of gonna... speaking of Facebook and all uh, that. Uh, uh, no, uh, nothing, nothing about that. Uh, oh, oh, uh, but uh, but while while we're going uh, on running themes, guess who's got cable? I like how you specified. Guess who's got cable, son? Uh, well, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. Yeah, you're it, damn is right. Is it you? It's me. Oh, I was going to guess your brother. I won't say how, and I won't say how much, and I won't say for how long, but I got cable. I like that. I got On Demand Ultimate Fighter. Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. What are you talking about? Ultimate Fighter. It's on cable. Isn't it over? Yeah, but it's new for oh, me, Oh, because it's on demand. It's brand new for me. And I won't talk about it because I'm gonna get no. Go ahead and talk going. about it because you it's fresh for you. So I will I will let you yeah, rave about it and then I will, it's an uh, old thing. But I will say I, I tweeted this out. Uh, I was watching it, I, you know, it's on demand and I didn't get to catch it. And I remember hearing about it a couple months ago, so I'm I'm binge watching it now. And I was like, Ultimate Fighter with women, like, oh, what's up? These chicks are built like linebackers. The first time watching it, I'm five minutes in, going, this is gross. I don't want to see these. And by the end of the first episode, I'm like, so who's this Ronda Rousey? Like, this is all right. I, I totally did a, a 180. She, I'd never be man enough for any of them, ever. I think she walks around at like 140, 145, something like that. But oh. it's all muscle. But yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what they weigh. No. They're never going to be. She's built stunt. like Mike Allstott. <laughs> Tampa Bay reference. <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't tell you what team he was on. I just remember he was a white guy, and he was oh, yeah. short and stout. Yeah. So uh, thanks for pointing that out, though. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I I remember watching going. This is gross. These chicks are. Hey, who's this? She's bad. But a lot of them, it is funny. Uh, I don't even. I, I'm scared to say it because I feel like they're gonna come here like punch <laughs> me in the face. Everything I see her in, why? Like, if I see a video, like normal, I don't care about UFC and I don't care about mm. um, mixed martial arts. But anything I see her in, I just think she's got like a pretty interesting personality. And she's got a pretty interesting story, so I'll and she's pretty yeah, hot. She's sure, pretty, it's pretty she hot. Ain't bad. So. She ain't bad. Um, the other really awesome. But real quick about that. Oh, show, yeah, go ahead. Before we're done, they do those things. What do you call them? The testimonials. Where yeah. They, they show I, real world in in every other reality show. They do those, but for Ultimate Fighter, Sharkeisha. Dude, they have like. Dude, they should get Sharkeisha on there. Oh, <laughs> she would. She would tear the house down. Are you kidding me? They'd walk she in the snow hat. <laughs> they'd walk in the one. We'll go her opponent would have to walk around with a cell phone, and they would say, hold on, the match is going to start in a minute. And she would jump on and say, oh. Charkeza! Yeah, but uh, no, when they do the uh, the testimonials, they have the brightest lights, like, ever. And everyone, even them, everyone looks amazing under those lights. You have, like, the it's it's HD, and it's the brightest thing ever, and they kind of, I don't know, they start like other than the bruises. But I, I just decided, man, like, when I make it, when I really make it, uh, I'm gonna have someone follow me around. Just like not. What about with theme music? Uh, and if you had, if someone could depending bring, on my mood. If so, well, okay. Like <laughs> yeah. you, you have a mixtape or a couple yeah, of different, yeah. like six selections on a CD. Yeah. What no, I like the tape. What would be your most standard theme music on the spot right now? If you had to have a song, just like that encompasses around? you. When, no, whenever you walk into a room, like at a party, at work, wherever, wherever you walked in. Oh, geez, that's kind of tough. Just walking in, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna say, jeez, oh, I don't want anything too heavy. I don't want anything too sappy. Something that makes people feel good. Benny and the, the Jets. That? 
Yes. <laughs> Any, anything by Elton John. <laughs> yeah, that'd be perfect. No, I, I don't know. Any, I, uh, Nickelback, for sure. I love them all. I love them all. No Young MC? Pick them all. Pick, pick anything. I would say them. anything from ACDC. Yeah? Can't go wrong with ACDC. I don't care what the mood is. Yeah, but I feel like if you walked in, you were playing ACDC, everybody would be like, oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> typical. Typical ACDC. No, I'd want something. I'd want something super weird. I would go to like, I would go to like beer geeks. Like Dare to Be Stupid by Weird Al. I would go to beer geeks in Highland, and I would ask the first guy with a tight pink shirt and a beanie. I'd be like, dude, what's your favorite band, bro? Arcade Fire. He'd be like, Arcade Fire for sure. That's what I would play. Yeah, I'm trying to think what. Uh, I got. Yeah, I would say that. Eh, you know, I guess ACDC really wouldn't work at all. <laughs> I, I feel like any Christian pop. Would be fine. Like stripe. Oh, Christian pop. Christian pop. You want like jars of clay? I don't even know what that is. I That's do. a Christian band. Hell yeah! How do you? How are you? What, what right. makes you a Christian band? Because you talk about Christian things, dude. It's it's the same. I don't, Corolla does a bit on it, but I've had the same thing. Uh, where I work, we switch cars a lot. If you you'll get in and you'll hear, like you'll hear like a bass line. Remember Seinfeld had that before, where uh, Putty had switched all the lanes presets to Christian music. Was she getting fooled by it or whatever? No, she kept, I mean, like, she thought, she was like, oh, some, the battery must have died, and it's just like oh, the presets for the car. Yeah, and then yeah. she reset he, them. He preferred it. And then he, and he's like, I like it. What are you talking about? Yeah, you will get tricked. You could you usually could sniff it out within 10, 15 seconds. Like, this is a little bit too, it's like Matchbox 20, but a little friendlier. How's that? Yeah. Well, you got to go, you got to go for the cross if it's going to be that way. I'm glad you brought this up because uh, yesterday I was driving around and, uh, I was listening to The Loop, 97.9, right? So I'm driving around. In Chicago, right? And I, yes. Okay. And I heard, uh, it started out with Eddie Money, Two Tickets to Paradise. I want to um, change my theme music. Hold on. That's what, <laughs> Eddie Money, Two Tickets to Paradise, followed up by uh, uh, Winds of Change, followed up by- Scorpions? Uh, yeah. Followed up by The Zoo. Have you ever Scorpions. listened to that song and not whistled? Like, have you ever no, Never. Followed up by maybe an ACDC song, maybe, oh, like Out on the Tiles by Led Zeppelin. There were just a lot of bam, 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 Black Sabbath. Was, nice. I don't know who the guy was that was programming this day, but have you ever been in a situation where you'll drive around the block when you you know you have to be somewhere or you're going somewhere, but you just stay in the car as long as you can? Because you're like, I'll get out after, the, you know, after they get done playing, uh, you know, Crazy Train. And then the next thing you know, bam, another song pops off and you yeah. stay in the car again. Yeah. Because inevitably what happens is you can go for you could go for a run of like fifteen good songs. You get out of that car, you're getting back in, Steve Miller band every time. Or oh. or stroking. I don't know what it is about that song, but it's usually the one that breaks up good music to bad music. I feel like Van Halen does that. You probably I agree. enjoy nope. it. Nope. Hate Van Halen. But I will get in yeah, I'll get in and be like sixty five Terrestrial Radio. I actually like Hagar is better it 55? than fifty five. Fifty five. Oh my bad. That's how much I hate it. Hagar, I believe, be better than David Lee Roth. I'd probably be stoned for saying that. We've but done the, the the list before. I can't stand either one of them. I, I'm just saying I believe that Aerosmith, Van Halen, they've all been ruined for me by, you uh, know, radio has destroyed more bands, in my opinion, than, you know. Aerosmith's a big one. Well, they write the same song. But, I mean, they just pound them. Lion, Crazy. There's a bunch of ones that are the same music. Well, that was Different the same lyrics. record. That same record had like one song on it. But anyways, yeah, uh, driving around. I used to have that more. I don't. I don't really do FM much. Dude, anymore. two tickets to paradise is a badass song. Does not get enough love. Here, you can't. You if you're imagining it right now, it just has something about it. 
Like if I'm thinking about it right now out of context, maybe not. It's but in, if you it. throw it in a mixture of other badass songs, it becomes a badass song. It's a link. It's a buffer between other badass songs. It's hard to go from that punk CD you made me to Two Tickets to Paradise. Well, I told you that CD was a specific point in my life. Gotcha. As I progressed, gotcha. You know, I, I became I got a little more diverse. I as actually crumbled. As I got older, tickets. I went further back in history and picked up. You know, that's pretty smart. You know, that's good. No, that's pretty smart. Um, I'll tell you what I did this week. I feel like a big jerk about it, but uh, it's not what I did. It's what I didn't do. I avoided uh, phone calls from my mom. I don't know how. I, you and your mom get along if you guys talk. If you guys I avoid phone calls from you, my mom. Do you like avoid them, avoid them? Like the plague. Yeah, okay, I do too. So I felt like a creep. I, you always joke about how long it takes to get back on messages. Horrible. I'm infinitely worse with, with voicemail. Don't ever leave me a voicemail. There's no point. You're just wasting your oxygen because I, I will check it in about six months. Like I'm, I just don't do it because I figure with all the options you have to get a hold of me now, don't leave me a voice. Should I just keep calling you incessantly until you pick up the phone? Send a message. I did that. Doesn't work. Then I didn't get it. Right. And so no, you I'm got it. Gonna, I'm not you got it because eight hours later you respond to it. Yeah, when I had my phone. Where is your phone? Dude, I don't have my phone on me all the time. I just don't. Anyway, go on. I'm in the real world, brother. But uh, so I finally I had a few minutes and I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my voicemail and clear all these up or whatever. And uh, on mine. Nine saves it, probably most of it. Nine, nine saves it and seven deletes it. Well, I do. I like my ADD kicks in. I don't have the I don't have the patience for it at all because it'll do the sent and I'm checking these in December, so it's like sent September 18th at 3 p.m. Should have recorded. I'm already so I'm already them. pissed off. You know, like get on with it, get on with it. And then you know they they give me the information and I hear. <sighs> Hey Ben, this is my seven, seven. Right, right. I, I can't delete yeah. it fast enough. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, I, I don't do because whatever. I probably in, ever heard about it. It's this, in September. Right. She's okay. That's my number one thing. Is don't I do? I, I love my mother, of course. She's the only parent I got left. But like, I'm not doing that voice message shit. I'm not doing that conversation. Or picking stuff. up the phone for that bitch. I <laughs> I know when it's important. Right. I know when we need to get. You know what I mean? How do but, you know? Uh, you sense it? I know. Like because when she doesn't pick up, then she calls your mom, your because wife, check and then your on... wife tells you, "Hey, an important message just was left with me since you won't pick I, up your phone." I That's what I do. That's why I ask and she you. will send me a text if it is important. She will. So, but I'm 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 deleting it, and I'm like, oh man, I I feel bad, you know. So, after I got done deleting three or four more of them, I said, I'm gonna listen to this one. You know, it's, it's her. It's about a month ago. And it's. <sighs> hey Ben, this is Mom. You know, I'm like, and I'm, I need you to record this from now on. I, and I'm holding my hand. I'm like, all right. And this is what I do. You know, sometimes in a real conversation, I'm just going okay, and I'm listening. And uh, my mom has the—I don't know how she does it. She doesn't have any social media, but somehow she knows every single sick person, every person who's sick with some sort of uncurable uh, ailment or, or or you know anything. She knows every single one of them. And cousin Steve came down with spina bifida. Dude, she knows it and she wants to share them with me. And so it'll be, ah, hey, Ben, this is mom. You know, my cousin's mother-in-law's step sister or stepson, you know, and I'm not there to listen to Brian. it. So she's assuming, yeah, Brian. And I'm thinking like, no, no, not really. And it, well, they they got sick. They've been sick for a while, and then I start pushing seven again. I just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I went through a bunch of these, uh, and and it made me it made me feel horrible. Like I couldn't delete them fast enough. But 
So then I give her a call. But when I call her, it's dude, it's it's the same thing. It's the same cadence, the same tone. Hey Ben, I've got eight or nine different people I need to tell you that you've never gotten back to me about yeah, that are sick. I'll starting the, with Brian. I'll say, I here's what I do, dude. I will mentally prepare before I call. I'll go, okay, all right. Get you, you know, like I'm like a boxer outside of the ring. I'm like, get your game face on. You're having a good day. Things aren't bad. Like your kids are healthy. Everything's good. This is every dude, I think. Yeah. So I'm I'm bouncing around. I mean, I'm shaking like my forearms. I'm getting loose. Whatever. I'm doing the jaw thing that Delahoya used to do. Doing mm-hmm. that thing. So that that's because he was on coke, just so you know. <laughs> oh, He's grinding his jaw. Well, that's why I do it too. Well, and so I, uh, I make the call, and I'm, I'm on my game. Hey, mama, what's going on? How are you? What's happening? Hey, you're trying to blind her with fury, go- like a, a yes. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to be so. Uh, uh, you wanted to be pushing seven on you. <laughs> fake it, like I'll right? be having a shitty day, but I'm like, oh, everything's the best. Everything's awesome. And I'll say, you know, how's how's everything? How's the kid? The kids are awesome. The kids are great. How's how's Allie? She's great. We're getting along wonderful. Work is great. The weather's good. Everything is wonderful. So, you know, I, that's like my like jab, hook, right. jab. Like everything's happy. Everything's you good. Got all your business out front. Yeah, I'm like I'm like, "Now what? Now no, it's all oh, the cars working fine. You did you change your oil? Hell yeah, everything's good." And then it'd be like, "Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear." It's like a three misses hit. <sighs> Do you know my aunt's brother who went to that family reunion? We had that one. She brought Jello with bananas in it, and I'm already thinking, no, no, my. I, I, it, so then I'll try to distance myself. I go, no, I, I've never even heard of that person. I don't know that person's even. Li- they've been sick. They've been sick for a little while. They got, they got pretty sick, and I just, I, I can't hang the phone up. And so then I'll just be like, oh, oh, hold, hold on, uh, the, the, hold. Uh, my son's running around with the lighter. I got to go. And then I have to get off the phone. But I feel like such a dick. But, dude, I love my mom. But every time we talk, it's it's like, dude, Eeyore is is a, a raver doggy compared to my mom. Like, Eeyore's got glow sticks and shit. Hey, it'll probably rain. My mom's like, in the rain, we'll have cancer. It's going to be <laughs> raining AIDS on us. I, dude, it's, and it's not always like that. She'll have ups and downs where everything's wonderful. You know, like, when she's not like that. And yes, now you're just I, trying to save face. No, I know there's a no, but no, there's, not really. <laughs> I know there's a term for that called bipolar. But when she's not like that, then like, dude, if we go for a car ride or something, she looks at every billboard sign, every tree, every house is beautiful and wonderful. Oh, look at that, A1 roofing. That's nice. I bet they make good roofs. Those are nice. <laughs> oh, rally. You ever you ever eat at McDonald's? Oh, they have some. They have some one. They have some burgers over there, just delicious. I just love those, and that makes me worse. So I end up just jumping out of the window. I have. Uh, that being said, have I you ever heard? Do you know what slide dial is? No. So, slide dial is. This is going to be every. This is going to. This is a game changer for I'm you. I'm all natural, man. What are you no, talking about? This is. This is going to change your world and everybody else's world out there who avoids their mother, like me. And my mom listens to the podcast, so unfortunately, I'm going to have to give up this secret yeah. in order to well, help my, everyone. I think my mom does it. Slide dial is a phone. My son, if, if, I hope he gets sick. If you have a smartphone, and I know your phone's not the smartest, but it is a smartphone. Smart as hell. Go get the app Slide Dial, and I I think you get two free Slide Dials, and I, I think it's a paid app now because it's it's so popular. Basically, what Slide Dial does, it allows you to call somebody's phone and go directly to voicemail. And I've been doing this for probably, because I remember hearing about it back in the Howard way back in the day. Mm. And I think Brandmeier used to talk about it too. 
basically what it is. So if I called you, say you called me and I didn't want to take your call and you're like, dude, I need to talk to you, blah, 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 blah. I hear the voicemail. I call you back with the slide dial app. So you can go, dude, I tried to, and it'll go right to your voicemail. Be like, dude, I don't know what's going on. I tried to call. You didn't pick up, but either way, good to hear from you. I heard your message. You don't need to call me back. Uh, I'm going to be jumping in the shower. (laughs) I hang up the phone. You call back, right? Because you, you haven't heard the message yet. It takes a couple seconds for your message to register. And you go, Hey, that's Dave. He's calling me back. You call me back. I don't pick up again. I call you back and I, dude, I don't know what's going on. It's my phone. It's your phone. I I don't know what the problem is, but either way, I did leave you a message. Uh, check the last message in regards. I got what you needed to say. (laughs) Uh, I will try to get my, my basement (sighs) real bad with the phone service. I'll hit you back at another time. This thing works like a charm. So I want you to try it. I want you to try it this this week. But I feel like I do need to talk to her. I just want to complain. You about will it. get the. But here's I just want the to thing. complain about it later. You will get the. I'm just talking about in the days where you don't want to talk to her. Yeah, yeah. No, you it's know? a good app. I like, like I literally, not to my mother, even though she she doesn't believe this to be the case. I will screen my window. I don't care if it's a family member and they've you know I will look <laughs> out there. And I will not let. I will hide and I will tell my children to hide. I will say you shut, shut up, baby. Get in the bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I I literally like I don't want to be bothered by anyone. I used to have this rule. Everyone everyone that I was friends with, you know, no pop ins. I don't pop in on you. Oh. You don't pop in on me. I wouldn't pop in on anybody. So I got a, I got a brother who only knows the pop in. Dude, we wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't. I would leave you on my porch. Like I might open the door and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" And you're gonna be like, "Hey, you know, just seeing what's up." Hey, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. we just stand there at a dead standstill. Yeah. You're not coming in. Yeah. No poppins. Reservation required. <laughs> I like that. That's it's fair. courtesy. I adequately prepare. You might want to be scratching your nuts or something, just hanging around in your underwear, not doing whatever. Might. There's a good chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I don't have time for outside. I don't have way. time for outside influences. I'm watching Naked and Afraid all last season and the season before I'm trying to catch up on. I also have... What was uh, that one you watched like 11 episodes of last week? I Married a Mobster. You got a season and a half of I Married a Mobster to burn through. I actually befriended one, Nana one of the mob... Be, Nana the can't mob, just be dropping by with sweet I bread. befriended one of the people that was in the story on Twitter from last week. I'm sure you're very After close. my mention. <laughs> you know how to know powerful people. Well, she'll drop Linda by. Linda Scarpa. That's, she'll, she'll drop by. I, well, she better call first. That's for damn that's sure. I, and you know what? She knows it's all about respect, and I guarantee she grew up that way. So she knows that you don't just stop by anybody's house. Yeah, but you don't tell her what to do either. On. Last thing, Nick DiPaolo's podcast to me is definitely in the top. Top notch? Well, between Bill Burr and Paul Verzi and, and Nick DiPaolo, you can't go wrong. All three. Yeah, I'll get on it. I think he's a funny guy. Before we get out of here, um, we're still, well, I'm still having problems getting the apps up, uh, the phone apps. I don't even want to get into it. It's a big mess. Uh, the other thing is uh, we still have the, for now we still have the website, the Squarespace, www.heymamanpodcast.squarespace.com. Let us know if you're, if you like it, if you use it, give us some feedback at all on Facebook, wherever, please help us spread the word. We, we can see how many people listen to each episode. But we just don't know who you are. We, I obviously know, you know, I know the people that I know that listen, but there's way more people listening than, yeah. than I know personally. So if you're one of those people, please reach out to us on Twitter. Just uh, say, hey, I listen. We'd like to know who you are and, and, and get your feedback. Again, uh, all the feedback we can get on the um, iTunes page, the ratings, the comments, help us move up in the rankings and help spread the word about the podcast. So we will see you next week. Later. Sarah was completely wasting out of work.